Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What's up, guys? Ben, Diesel Power Products here with my man, Tyler. This is our first episode of the Diesel Power Products podcast. If you're watching this as a video, we are going to be watching you, so if you're commenting, ask questions, we will do the best we can to answer them. Keep in mind, first podcast, sort of don't know what we're doing, but we're hoping it goes well. So, that all being said, if you're watching, thank you for tuning in. If you're watching this after the fact, thanks for watching, and you can always email us questions if this does spark any, any kind of question you have and we didn't answer it. Email us, cs at dieselpowerproducts.com, and we will get you answered. So, I'm Ben. I do sales and all sort of kind of good stuff here. This is Tyler. Tyler. What do you do? I do sales. <laughs> and he's the most handsome and man at DPP. And, yeah, tech support, sales. Tech ask, support, sales. Ask your, answer your guys' questions. So what are we, uh, what are we talking about today? All right, today we're going to have a little discussion. Got my fancy paper here. A little discussion that we've probably had in the bullpen about five or six hundred times because we're all always buying and selling trucks. But basically what we're getting at right now is and it's been done before, but we're going to do it our own way here. You have $30,000, and you need to buy the truck, put the parts you want on there to be happy with, uh, fix any known issues, um, and basically have it be your daily driver, tow rig, whatever, whatever you need this rig to do for you and your family for two years. And then maybe reassess it later. But basically, you got to be able to buy it, parts, labor, whatever you got to do to it, thirty grand out the door. So that being said, there's a whole heck of a lot of ways you can take this one. Yeah, there's a lot. In fact, me and him were talking before this, and you know, it's like, oh, do I get a square body Chevy and for like a hundred dollars and just start from the frame up? Like, eh. I mean, really, you could essentially start with anything that is always like about 2013, maybe maybe some 2014s, but I doubt it. But probably 2012 back, you could start with a pretty awesome platform. You could have a pretty loaded truck. Um, and depending on what your goals are, I mean, you could, you could put, you know, you could spend all the money on the truck, and maybe just, you know, a few on some upgrades, or 
you can go to the totally opposite end of the spectrum, spend hardly nothing on a truck, and just put a bunch of money in upgrades. Again, kind of just depending on, you know, there's so many ways you can take it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, after you brought this up to me last week, I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And it's just, there, you know, I, I still haven't really nailed down one that I would do, but uh, I, I think now I would probably... I'd probably look at it from a totally different standpoint than I would like five years ago. Uh, I mean, with these trucks. I mean, to me, I would look at it. At, obviously, this is a daily driver, uh, so I would want something that that rides nice and smooth, something that's reliable. Um, and, and I want to emphasize on the on the ride because that's like one aspect of, of of every truck build that I've ever done. That I've kind of just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm I'm looking for power. Like that's what I'm Big looking tires, for. Power. You know, don't care about anything else. <clears throat> but suspension was always the last thing on the list, and. Just recently with my last pickup, which some of you may know, I drive a uh, Ram 1500 Eco Diesel. I, I did kind of just the basics to it, but then I kind of addressed some, uh, you know, went with a little bit better products on the suspension side of things, and I was really happy with it. And from that time on, I kind of was like, okay, maybe next time I got a truck, I would kind of address it as, maybe let's check out some, some you know, suspension uh, things first, get it riding nice and soft, get it, get it so I can hop in it every day, enjoy it, uh, not feel like I'm breaking my back every time I go over a speed bump. Uh, you know, kind of think of it as that aspect, and again, that you go all over the board. So, I don't know. What do you think? Keep the wife <laughs> happy. Yeah. Uh, trying to pick on you. Spill your iced tea because wives yeah. drink a lot of iced tea, is yeah. what I found. At least. I iced tea. Yeah. Um, yeah, things have changed for me. Uh, you know, five, six years ago, it would have been from the ground up, build it, don't care, run it. Um, but then again, I was the same guy that would have taken my truck that I made my money with and huck it at Pismo on a weekend and expect to make money with it on Monday. Yeah. So uh, still not that smart, but <laughs> that's life you get older. So I've got a wife and a kid now, and I need to be able to obviously take the kid places. So he's in a car seat. He's, only, he's almost one. So i got to be able to put a car seat in there. So that pretty much takes away just about any extended cab anything. So it's got to be a four-door. Mm -hmm. um, nothing. I mean, I could probably make it work with an extended cab, but he's just going to get bigger, and there's just it's less and less room in there. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I mean, the benefits of an extended cab is typically you get a longer bed. But I'm not a farmer. Like I, nothing against farmers, but like yeah. I'd, I, don't personally, need, I don't think yeah. Ben could do an extended cab. He <laughs> came from an excursion. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that towards the end here. It's kind of a bitter subject, but the. I, I don't need a huge bed. You know, having a six and a half foot bed, I can make that work. I'd rather have the cab space, keep the wife happy, keep the dog happy, keep the baby happy. Got lots of cup holders, all that kind of nice stuff. So, moving on to the next topic here, I know what I would start with. I've already mentioned it a bunch of times, but I know what I would start with. Do you know what you would start with yet? See, uh, yes and no. I, I think I I would. I've never owned a Duramax. Okay. And I know we've talked about it a bunch of times. You know, I anybody who knows me, I change my mind on my truck about every 15 minutes. So, um, but uh, Duramax has always been one that has always kind of intrigued me. I I know you're. I won't give away what you were telling me earlier about what you were picking. But I, as far as obviously suspension wise on a Duramax, you're you're kind of you know stuck to not touching it if you want it to ride nice. <laughs> but um, just recently. BDS, a suspension company we offer, has came out with for all the Duramaxes, so what, all the way from 01, now to, I think it's current, think all the way to 18. Yeah. They have coilover kits. And that has just got me all sorts of excited, especially for the earlier Duramaxes. I mean, that just opens it up to do 
you know, you can still get a good, you know, four, four and a half inch lip. So you can still put some decent tires under these things. Get rid of the torsion bars. Get rid of the torsion bars yeah. and have the truck, you know, ride excellent with some nice box coilovers. The BDS kit, yeah, it's expensive. But when you start looking at, you know, the, the prices of the, you know, 01 to 08, or heck, even 01 to 11 trucks, uh, the prices have gone down on them so much. So if you've got 30 grand to play with, I mean, I would probably, you know, I would be, I would be probably looking at some of maybe those earlier Duramaxes. I do like the 01 to 07 body styles. I like the interiors on them. Mm. Eight to eight to ten. Not a huge fan of the inside. They kind of remind me of a, I don't know, a car. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing that gives me. I feel like I'm in a car, and I don't feel yeah. like I'm in a truck. All right. So, so that'll lose kind of what I, what I, what I, what I want to do, man. Uh, so if I had to start all over again, and knowing what I know now, I, you know, pretty much my three-quarter one-ton truck experience have all been pretty close to a solid axle. I had an you know, older F-250, had excursion. I kept a couple other things going there. I've come to notice that I don't need a solid axle. Love me or hate me, man. I, I, you know, I... I don't do any off-roading like as much as I think I'd like to. Yeah. I mean, I don't do any off-roading. Um, maybe down a dirt road to get to some property down to the lake or something like that, and and just be able to let her eat when it needs to happen. But you know, I as much as I'm sort of not a fan of IFS, you know, I could live with it. I could make it happen. So, well, the cat out of the bag. My my go-to would be an LMM, so an 07 and a half to 10 uh, Duramax. Um, if anybody knows me, I'm a diehard Ford guy. I've always had Fords, never had a Cummins, never had Duramax, never had any of those. I would go with an LMM. I think that the, I mean, the outside of it, they still look pretty contemporary. Like they mm -hmm. don't, you know, like the, the 01 to 07 Duramaxes definitely look a little bit older. Mm -hmm. But the 07 out to 10, you know, they still look relatively new compared right. to everything else I would think. You could still feel like you're getting, you have like a new truck. Yeah. So, I mean, get everything nice and color matched. That looks nice. Um, the interior, Duramax and the GM platform has always been ahead of everybody else as far as interior creature comforts, um, in my opinion. Now everybody's kind of on the same platform, but I mean, think to like an 03 or 04 Ram, Ram yeah. 25 or 300 compared to an 0304 Duramax. It's oh, like, it's night and day difference. Yeah, one's like, oh, we know what power windows are. We know how to make a, a, a seat ride nice and a dashboard, you know, that contours to what you need and you get a Ram, yeah. third gen Ram. It's like a box of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and that you can get it with, you know, they have a nice bow system from the factory. You get mm -hmm. it with sunroof. You find a loaded LTZ one. It's got a nice leather. Yeah. Center, you know, uh, steering wheel controls, all the good stuff. And if you find one that, you know, potentially had not a ton of miles on it, you know, find one maybe 100, 150,000 miles on it, you know, in decent shape. You could probably get into one of those in that, you know, I'd say when that kind of mileage, you're probably going to be around that 10 to 13 mark, personally. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, it would be a four-door short bed. I don't need a long bed. Um, but I think that's what I would start with. And we'll get into parts later, but what, what's yeah. your platform? I, I think thinking about it and what I would finally land on, um, I, you know, Probably everybody out there would be like, oh, 06, 07, mega cab. Yeah, I've, I've had one. Yeah, go I find love one. it. That's not um, trash. Yeah, go find one that someone doesn't want twice the money for. Um, they're great trucks. Don't get me wrong. I love a Cummins platform. I mean, that you can't beat that I mean, engine in, in a lot of cases as far as we're talking just reliability-wise. I mean, that's the 5.9 is one of those engines that you, you, know, you could get into and Legendary. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. well, it's something that, like, it's not like you're buying, like, a 6.0 or you're buying, like, you know, well, even some of the Duramaxes that you can't put more than, you know, 
550 horsepower through it until you start bending rods. Was that um, the, no one's ever swapped a 7.3 into a truck? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a 7.3 guy, it's like, yeah. Yeah, as far as platform-wise, I mean, 5.9, to 07 is, is, is a bulletproof platform, don't get me wrong, but then you got all the other aspects around it that you got to kind of repair as far as suspension, suspension, uh, transmission, um, and, and let's face it, the interiors on those trucks are not, are not, not, are not that nice, especially when you're used to a fourth gen. Um, so I would probably love to find a 0607 Duramax. Um, and, and, you know, obviously, listen, I talked about that coilover kit. I would mm -hmm. love to do that. That would be the only way that I would, I would, I would uh, drive one of those. But that would probably be a – for one, I've never had one. I know they can make power if I wanted to have it make power. But I know it's also a comfortable, quality truck that has all the creature comforts that, you know, all the new ones have, to, you know, for the most, point, for the most part. Um, so that would probably be the one I would probably start with. I don't know. All right. I go back and forth so many times. I'll yeah. change my mind in 15 minutes. All right. Well, <laughs> that being said, I'm calling a mulligan. I'm calling an audible. If, you, if you're going late model Duramax, I can't do that on them. Yeah. So oh, we're going to go with my second round here. And this the only reason I know this is out there now because I was recently looking for a truck around that $11,000, $12,000 range. And uh, some of the earlier 6.7 Power Strokes, getting back to the Forge, they're starting yes. to come down in price. they got a lot of miles on them. But you can find them that aren't. You know, find the guy that just needed to tow his fifth wheel, whole bunch, you know, has a lot of miles on it, but it's probably mostly bone stock. So I'm going to say 2011 and 12, six, seven power stroke, four door, short bed. It's probably got like 250 plus on it. <laughs> High mileage, but hey, yeah. let's, we got to hand it to Ford. Ford did an excellent job on that platform. I mean, that, that engine is, is has been excellent. I mean, the only real issues that have come up on those is kind of on the early ones on the, on the turbos. Turbos and I mean, then... If you get um, contaminants in your injectors, that's a bad time. Well, yeah. in anybody's truck, but yeah. especially that one. So moving forward with that, I'm sticking with the 6.7 Power Stroke earlier right. model. I know what I'm probably going to need for that. Um, for your, let's call it LBZ. Yeah. For your LBZ, uh, what's your, we're going to kind of go through our list. We've got engine, transmission, fuel, performance, suspension, and et cetera. Uh, so engine, I mean, you're starting with a pretty reliable platform. Mm -hmm. We're assuming it's if it's a LBZ, you're probably going to have Close to 175 on it. Yeah, I would. It's I would probably have been driven. Yeah. We'll say less than 200. Less than 200 for sure. Uh, anything you take care of on the engine? Well, um, now with again, I, my kind of mindset on, on these trucks have changed so long. You know, before I'd be like, let's try to let's, let's build this thing. Let's pull you know, let's throw some rods in it. Let's 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 build this thing for some power. Yeah. But you know, I, to, I would get to. I, I'm at the point now where I, I would. I'd probably build it for like a good. Four, 450 reliable horsepower that I can yeah. go out, still have fun. I can still use it as a truck. I can still tow. I can still play. Um, so engine-wise, I mean, as far as, you know, obviously doing EGR to lead, obviously, uh, what's tuning? Or to, or tuning tuning would be under okay. performance, yeah. Okay, so. I would say, like, any, if, if, what no inherent issues would you, like, know that you had to take care of first off? Like, uh, I know for, for my instance on a 6.7, early 6.7, I have to address the turbo no matter right. what. That right. thing's going to blow up. It's not if, it's when, if it hasn't okay. already. Well, yeah, so, I mean, of course, I, I would I would, I, you know, I would probably do a set of head studs on it just because I'm that kind of guy. I like to make sure my, you know, my crash reliable, uh, especially it, with this platform. I would definitely change the turbo, of course, and I would go to, uh, um, you know, just a single turbo. I wouldn't compound it. I wouldn't do anything like that. There'd be no need for it again. I'm just, I would just be building it for that, you know, Four four fifty horsepower range. So doing all your EGR deletes, you know, the the, the uh, resonator deletes, all that crap. Get all that off the engine. Head PCB studs, reroute. PCV reroute. Yeah. 
Um, and, and you know, and that would probably be the extent of it. I, you know, I'm, I'd probably, once we get into the fuel side of things, we'll talk about mm -hmm. injectors. But as far as engine stuff, I mean, there's really not much you have to do to those. And that's, and I like that. I don't like, you know, starting with a platform, you got to fix a bunch of stuff first. You're kind of wasting your money at that point. <laughs> You're just trying to get yourself to a point to then modify it. Um, so that's probably all I would do. Like I said, I, I wouldn't, you wouldn't have to do much mm -hmm. to that to get it to the point where I would want it to be. I would, again, I, I'd kind of focus on the bottom of that list more, which would be like the suspension side of things. And, and, and the fuel-related stuff, obviously, I would do kind of the basics there. We'll get into that. But yeah. anyways, you, you go. Engine-wise, 6.7, <laughs> um, obviously turbo. I probably would do a, I don't think I would even do an update for turbo on there. I'd get a non-VTT-style turbo in there. BD Just get Scorpion a fixed vein, probably a BD Scorpion kit. Um, not trying to make a ton of power with this truck, so I probably would stick with something maybe like a 364 and a half. Um, I don't plan on doing injectors if I, unless I needed to, which with that many miles on the truck, I might need to. So yep. at least with a 364 and a half, I've got a little bit of room to grow. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, I mean, there's the, I mean, if, you, if I had a stock turbo on there, I'd say the turbo inlet, but that's gone. Yeah. BD Scorpion kit takes care of all that, takes care of the new intake manifold. Fantastic kit, by the way. Yeah, passenger side up pipe, or exhaust manifold, I think is what it is. Um, and it has its own intake. Mm -hmm. So I've pretty much like knocked everything off that list there yeah. as far as engine-wise, aside from <laughs> certain things that fell off in Mexico and I would drive back because that's where the truck came from. Uh, <laughs> so that being said, uh, engine-wise, that's what I would take care of. Transmission, uh, I'll take the, the first one on that one. 6R140 has proven itself to be a very stout transmission. I think Ford got it right. I think yeah. the, the 5R110 was a good one to start with, but mm -hmm. the, the, I mean, and the, you, you got the 4R, obviously, they keep getting better and better, but the 6R um, on the, our Raptor Super Duty that we did, that blue truck, I'm sure you all have seen, that truck takes a beating. Yeah. It took a beating from day one. Yeah. <laughs> really I don't know if you guys know, we went through three stock turbos on that thing and it had less than like 40,000 miles on it. That truck was like day one pinned. Yeah. And that transmission has just taken it and it was like, thanks guys, yeah. uh, I'm hanging out. So I probably wouldn't even, I, maybe at most a, a deep pan and a BD pressure solenoid, maybe a transmission cooler because this truck doesn't need to tow for me. They would have to tow the trailer, the toys, whatever it needs to do. So we'll have to tow. Transwise? I mean, what more do you have to say? Allison. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, trans student. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, for that horsepower range, I mean, essentially, if it's a good working transmission that doesn't have any issues that you know of, I mean, uh, for that horsepower range, you don't have to do a ton. Uh, again, on the same uh, page with him, I, you know, obviously a deep something pan, but I mean, really, <laughs> that maybe a valve body. Mm. Um, I mean, I really wouldn't need to do a ton, but. And but, if you're in the LBZ, you got your yeah. sixth gear already. Yes. So you're good to go there. And, but if we're spending 30K, hey, <laughs> I, why not throw a built transmission in the thing? Because, mm. yeah, nobody likes doing transmissions. No. Nobody, especially twice. <laughs> or three times. Or four times. <laughs> four and three days. It's a record. <laughs> Moving on from there, so we're in fuel. Um, as long as my injectors are in good shape, I probably would keep them there. Wouldn't be a bad idea to get them if I'm already going to be in there. Um, Actually, engine head studs are probably a good idea. I didn't mention that before. I probably should do head studs. Uh, if I'm in there doing head studs, probably not a bad idea to get them pulled, spec'd out, tested, whatever. So to be honest, it probably would end up with some light set of dynamite injectors. Because yeah. you all know dynamite makes fantastic injectors. And I know what you're saying, folks. <laughs> They're expensive. And they are. You get what you pay for. <laughs> what you get, Remember what you that. In for. diesel industry, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Cheap is not always better. So fuel, I would do that, and probably a, a fast lift pump to help everything move forward. But other than that, I think... Just keep you know, that CP4 running, huh? 
you know, with, with the gotta power, talk, I got to talk crap about the CP4. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> for the power I'm looking to make on there and my budget, because I, I would like to do a little bit more suspension. And I mean, my goal honestly would be, I would like to dyno the truck and make 550, which means I want to basically build a truck for six and daily drive it maybe like 450, 500, something yeah. like that. I'm not looking. I, in my opinion. I mean, there, we had a dyno last two weeks ago. There was a guy that had a non-BGT turbo, non turbo on a 6.7, and it was Greg Lance, and he did 590 or 600 or something like that. Yeah, it was stock fuel, stock everything, completely stock just fuel. turbo and tuning, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So I think with a mild set of injectors, that can be done. Um, it's always well, another like thing. too. I mean, yeah, he's stock injector, isn't he? He's, he's still he's stock fully injector. Stock, yeah, fully Josh, stock. Josh's truck. more horsepower than Lance. Yeah, well, he's got a 467 on there. He's got yeah. a large charger. Um, but yeah, still, and he was over six. Yeah, this shows you what the factory fuel system can can, yeah. can do on those trucks. I mean, it ran out of fuel impressive. on the top end, that's for sure. But it was, I mean, that's like dyno with your big Ricky Racer tune on it. Yeah, like this would not work well on the street. And it made six oh six. That's on forties. Like, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> Stock transmission. Stock transmission. <laughs> so I mean, for so, fuel, I, I think I'd I think I'd be okay with that for now. Obviously, I mean, I might talk about that later in the podcast. But there, that's what I would do. About fuel for you. Well, I, you know, for what I would be doing, I would probably go, you know, with a, a set of like, you know, 60 horse dynamites uh, to throw in there, uh, pump, uh, you know, I, again, since I, since I went with a little cheaper rig, I'd probably throw like a, like a 12 mil stroker in there, <laughs> or at least a 10 mil stroker, you know, otherwise you could probably just do a seat, like a fleece CP3K or something like that. Mm. Um, but you wouldn't have to do much. Again, it, it's, it's a pretty rock solid platform as long as it's, is, you know, as long as you're not buying the truck fixing issues when you first start, if you're getting a good yeah. platform to start with. You don't have to fix a bunch of crap. Then, you know, you're you're sitting pretty. You can spend money on, on cool parts. Yeah. All <clears throat> right. Take care of fuel. Uh, so far, next we got performance and suspension. Performance wise, I, we're both doing tuning. Yeah, obviously. Um, if I'm in a, <laughs> a six-seven power stroke, I'm doing Easy Link, hands down for sure. Uh, probably do Easy Link with PPI tunes. Yeah. Um, BFI Live. EFL Live for you for sure on there, um, and that would I mean performance wise, obviously it will intake tuner exhaust. So I probably need so I need some exhaust in there as well. Um, performance wise, I mean that's about it. That'd probably get you there. <laughs> yeah, that'd probably get me there. Like, I, I feel like I have realistic goals here. So <laughs> we're going to be all right there. Uh, you? Yeah, I'm tuning of course. Um, you know, intake tuner exhaust. Those all the basics. Um, but other than other than other than that, with the fuel system addressed, I mean, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm good. Last part. This Suspension. could probably be an entire podcast. This is, this is what I would start with. Suspension, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so never uh, overlook suspension. Yeah. You want someone who has has been in this for quite a long time and who has basically said, you know, flip the middle finger to suspension. You're last. <laughs> Do it first. You'll, trust me, you'll tank me. Yeah. <laughs> um, even with my spiel, not needing an independent front suspension truck, back in a solid axle truck. Uh, but luckily, it's got coils, radius arms. Uh, every every solid axle truck I've had thus far has been leaf sprung, so I'm already stepping up in the world. Yeah. Um, I probably do a a basic leveling kit. I want to do some radius. Carly, two I, yeah, Carly two and a half, probably a king king pin top kit, mm -hmm. um, and, and maybe four link it, maybe. Uh, I probably wouldn't need the four link, but I do like the way they handle and full rear leafs in the back and airbags. Yeah, I do like the I do like the way a four link looks too, barrel over a over a I uh, do too. radius arm. 
kind of. This would look better. <laughs> there, there is a look cool factor, <laughs> especially like with King shocks. And people ask, like, "Oh, do I need King shocks?" Like, "Well, do you bang your truck hard off road?" Like, no. Like, do you want to well, look cool? But do you want like yes. <laughs> when you yes, show you up? King when you show up with King shocks, it's like this guy came to party. Like, this guy, yeah, this guy. He may not always want to party, but he but can. He, he yes, and he decides the, to. That's the magic right he, there. Yeah. What about you? Suspend a BDS coilover kit. I have been waiting for those kits, and I know Sands, our, Durham, our Duramax special, uh, specialty man. Duramax guy, um, he about had a conniption fit when he saw that kit come out. Yeah, because he so, just did a, he just bought a four and a half inch <laughs> BDS kit. Standard kit. Same. So anyways, yeah, uh, BDS uh, coilover kit, hands down. That would that truck would ride so good, and it would look it would look killer. Yeah, I mean, how you don't see any of those? Again, well, like, of course, like there's nobody coilovers. Anybody that has that particular truck that has that suspension are like those dirt cinema guys that got you yeah. know, or not that same like, style like, of suspension. Like don't get me wrong; it's yeah. not this. You know, it's it's the same, but it's not. Uh, it's uh, someone built. That. Yeah, it's so just that suspension on that truck. I think that would be that would be eye catching in itself. And, yeah. And I bet you it rides incredible. I bet you it rides awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I would totally do that. BDS did a killer job on those kits, and we've been waiting for them to come out for the earlier trucks. Yeah, they are expensive, but look what you get with that kit. It's going to be a badass. I mean, so, yeah. So, now we're down to the etc. This would be if you plan on doing glass, if you plan on, you know, that little extra stuff that you can't really quantify. For me, on a 6.7, um, if I can find one loaded, I mean, they, they come with a touchscreen. They've got heated yeah. seats. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I think the only things I may add to that, um, it probably might need some headlights and taillights to yeah. up, you know, update those a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't mind a color-matched front bumper. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't need some big off-road bumper. I, I probably don't. Do you need a winch? Should you have one if you off road? Yes. Do I need one? No. I probably would spend that winch money on lights. I'll yeah. be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't off road. I'll probably have a. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Ash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I probably just some color matching, maybe an update with a stereo if need be, but those things still hit pretty yeah, hard. Pretty loaded. Um, um, you know, tint job. Yeah. All those little kind of small things you never really think about. Maybe a good solid detail. Um, but other than that, I, I mean, cosmetically, I like the six sevens. I think they look great. Yeah. I mean, L, you know, cosmetically LBZ. What are you thinking? Well, um, I'm kind of on the same boat. I like color match stuff. So depending on the truck, I, I don't like chrome. So let's get rid of the chrome color match. I'd probably, you know, get some weather techs on the inside. Um, you know, those fit really well. They look really good. Um, Obviously, you know, wheels, wheels, tires. We didn't talk wheels and tires. Holy crap. We skipped a whole section. Wheels and tires. Wheels and tires. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll go back to that real quick. So this should have been in suspension stuff. So wheels and tires, uh, leveling kit with, from Carly. Uh, good to fit 35s, but this is America, so, so it'll 37s. have 37s because that's the, <laughs> this is life. Yeah. 37s um, on LBZ. You know, I, I don't I don't know if they would. I don't know what that I, you know what I just looked at that kit today because I was again when we first talked about this, I was thinking about the trucks. I was like, gosh, I, I remember BDS coming out with that kit, but I don't remember what they said of tires that fit, but that was that's kind of irrelevant because we make big tires fit on yeah. the lift, so you know we would make it happen regardless. But I would yeah. I would love to shove some thirty sevens under it. I love the look of a low slung truck sitting on at least thirty sevens. I think it looks so good. Um, and it's something that isn't like not practical. Like you can still use it. You, you can, can still, still tow with tow. You can still hook up a fifth wheel. I mean, um, yeah. So I, I would do it. 
you know, you know what? 17-inch yeah. wheel on a 37. Yeah. Um, I, I love my beadlocks that I have on my Ram 1500. Mm -hmm. And I, people probably laugh at me because I don't off-road it at all. I've got all trains on it, but I've got true KMC machete beadlocks. I yeah. really like them. I, I love the look of those wheels, and I'd probably put those same wheels yeah. on my next truck. <laughs> yeah. I, for what I would need to do need to do with the truck, I might kind of go back and forth between 35s and 37s and I think about it, because I don't want to... If I don't need to, I don't want to spend money regearing. If I can find that truck that has four tens in it, gears. Well, it, think about that. That depends also what size <laughs> yeah. tires you go on. If yeah. I can find a six-seven truck with four tens in it, I could actually probably get away with thirty sevens on it. Um, if they had three seventy threes, I'd definitely be sticking with thirty fives, and at that point, it'd be seventeens on thirty fives. If I did thirty sevens and I had four tens in there, given that I don't off road it. And kind of the rule around here is if you want to have 20s, you got to have 40s. But, <laughs> but I, I probably would do a set of you know, 20 by 10s with 37s. I think that would, you know, it's a big truck. It's not a huge wheel, especially if they run around 26s now. Stupid. I will stop you there because if, if he was going to tell me that he was going to go with 35s, I would have to revert him back to the, his own video that yeah. he made about tire size. So. <laughs> It's true. That's very true. I'd, I'd be eating crow on that one. Yeah. So, so we we handle all of what you do to it. So we've got you know, your basics handled. I think we've all we're both pretty much in that 550, 600 horsepower ish range, um, and we're probably sitting in, you know right around that thirty thousand dollar mark. And a lot of that really close. Really close. A lot of that. I mean, if you if you worked on a diesel before, you could potentially do it yourself. If you have to pay a shop to do it, I'd say. All said and done, for everything we talked about there, paying for a shop to do it, you're probably going to be into it close to four grand for labor. Yeah, and let's just get this straight. I know my build personally, with my parts that I was picking out, was all under the anticipation that I'd be doing all this work myself. Yes, both of us. Uh, so. yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because that, obviously, labor costs are, are huge when it comes to these trucks. So. so I would say if you're not doing this on your own with a grain of salt, plan on an extra four grand for a good shop to do it, and don't take it to your buddy's friend's friend who did a... Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't be that guy. All right. So moving forward, we've got our rigs. We're now, driving them. We're driving like them. them. It's great. You're daily driving it. It's working on the weekends. The wife's happy. The kid's happy. You know, you, you buy uh, a, a toy hauler and you got some toys in there. It's still working well for you. Um, you know, the truck you built, looking forward in your life, barring any maintenance issues. So obviously you got to change oil and maybe tires or something like that. Barring any kind of maintenance issues, do you think this truck would still work work well for you two years from now? Could you be happy with it? I, I do, but given my uh, <laughs> given what I do yeah. all the time, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd, it'd probably be sold. <laughs> but um, yeah. no, I know I definitely would. I mean, uh, um, I, I haven't really seen one that is kind of done the way that I would want to do one, and so um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I, I I would be half tempted to to keep it at that point because if, if I had that kind of, you know, money to put out onto a truck and put all that work into it in time, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd probably still keep it. Yeah, I think that would work for me as well. I mean, we've got the airbags for towing, we've got full rear leafs, it'll ride well. Maybe it might be time for new tires because I'd, I'd do certain like things that make tires go away. <laughs> like to party. Yeah, I like to party. <laughs> um, now, here's the curveball. Here's the bonus. Here's whatever you want to call it. Two years have gone by. And since you had 30 to throw down on a truck cash, you didn't have a car payment, which is very nice, something yeah. you and I can both relate to here. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> you have it for two years, you managed to save up 10 grand. 
Okay. And now it's time, you know, I don't know if anything else is going to change in your life. I know in two years I'm probably going to have a kid. Um, probably have some, you know, more dogs by then. Um, ten grand. Do you take that ten grand cash, reinvest it into the truck to make sure that it can still keep up with what you need it to do? Or do you take that ten grand and sell the truck you just built and use all that towards, say, a new truck? The year is 2020, by the way. Okay. And we, we, I don't even want to get into which of the big three you would pick, or would yeah. you even, even one of the really other ones? Don't. I mean, there could be. There could be something else going on, and that's a whole other can of worms. Yes. But just thinking into a new truck status, so you're probably talking like four to five dollar a month payment because mm -hmm. trucks are only going to get more expensive. <clears throat> um, but you could potentially have, and we all know, if you spent thirty grand on a truck and cleaning the truck, and you want to sell it two years from now, you're probably going to sell it for like eighteen. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's just be realistic. You know, we've all taken that we punch in the that. stomach. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I think yes, mine would work for me. Uh, I may need to add a like a shell on it. I mean, up in the northwest, everybody calls something a topper, a camper, whatever. It's yeah. not a camper. I'm not sleeping in it. Literally, just not a tonneau cover, just a shell. Yeah. Because we get snow and it gets hot. At least like a hard tonneau cover. At least like hard, hard locking tonneau cover. Yeah, those are nice. Um, so yeah, yours your still work for you two years? I think it would still work for me, but being that I know me. Uh, and everybody, everybody here knows that I have this weird infatuation with first-gen Cummins, and so I would probably try to, I would take that ten grand and probably try to buy me another truck. That's probably what I would do. Yeah, and try that's to find myself, find myself a toy that I could actually go and play with and make it something that, um, you know, wouldn't have to be reliable. Something I can go out and beat on. Uh, like really beat on, and that's a whole other freaking podcast. You got you got ten you got ten grand for a truck that doesn't have to daily drive that can be a project over time, but ten grand to at least get it and be happy it with it get, for yeah. a little bit. And you could totally do that. And um, one of our actually former employees actually works for Industrial Injection, Tyler Kip, kind of kind of did something very similar. And he, yeah. you know he he started with what he considered a budget beater, which and is much so budget anymore. But yeah. his, but that's that's how he that's how he started. Um, and, and uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's probably what I would do just because I still, even though I, I would, you know, I want something reliable, want something that isn't too crazy, I, you know, there's still that kind of that side that wants to go fast. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could, I, I'd be okay running a, a yeah. two-wheel drive second gen or first gen and just like. Just ugly little, God. No body work, no, no nothing. No. Yeah. yeah, just leave. Like, but, you'd know, be hard-pressed to see if it even had a bed on it. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's so, probably what I would do. That's you know, I, I like trucks. I like all sorts of different trucks. I'm I'm totally so undecisive when it comes to trucks. I change my mind every fifteen minutes. But, yeah. Yeah. All right. So that takes care of the thirty k truck bill part. Now is the interesting part. Bring it a little personal. Uh, so this is somewhat interesting because uh, I recently sold my truck that I built mm -hmm. and Tyler's truck is first pretty much going bye-bye this weekend we think yeah pro, pro looking like that so, weekend, so so both of us have now gone from I just I sold my excursion two weeks ago and what'd you get <sighs> what'd you get that's a suburban <laughs> <laughs> hold your hold it right here I got it I'm getting <laughs> Suburban. <laughs> we didn't plan it, but it worked out that way. So Except for, I, you know, I stayed diesel. I stayed diesel. Yeah. Six two Banks Power. Hit me up, Gale Banks. Yeah, pinnacle performance right yeah. there. <laughs> Too slow to break. But yeah. So that being said, and and this kind of you know maybe a lot of people can relate to this too. 
you know, you have an ups and downs. Everybody wants to buy a truck right now and build it. Personally, I have no idea how some of these people are buying these brand new $80,000 trucks and That's dumping $70,000 of money into them. Uh, maybe I'm in the wrong industry or something like that. Maybe I should start building them and start selling drugs or something. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, and, you know, no fault to them. If you know, people work hard and get that, that's fine. You know, yeah. No one knows what's going on with everybody else. However, at this point in my life, you know, I need to buy a house. I got a one-year-old kid. I got, a, you know, I got a wife and I need a house. So I had to make the decision of selling my excursion. That and This is, goes for all you guys that were talking about selling your $30,000 truck you built. Mm -hmm. I bought my excursion. I'm just going to put the numbers out there. I bought my excursion. My loan was for 21. The truck actually cost 17 because I had to pay for it to get here. So for those of you that grab about delivery charges, yeah. the buyer pays delivery charges. <laughs> That's just the way it goes. That's... I bought it and I put pretty close to 20 grand into it. And we're talking, and I bought this stock. So we're talking wheels, tires, lift, uh, power modifications, interior modifications, everything over over the course of the last about two and a half years. And I sold it for 21,000 dollars. That's a 140,000 mile excursion. So kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah Cameron's got. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, just a, it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's anybody it's, who thinks they're going to get their money out of their truck, no matter how nice their truck is, you're not going to get your money. And don't we? We all have the rose tinted glasses. We all like. I, I think my stuff's always worth more than it really is. But anyhow, and part of the deal was. I needed a new daily driver and the guy that bought it from me. The nice thing is it stayed somewhat local, so, and I know him and his family, they're very happy about it because they went from a Suburban to an excursion. And I tell you what, man, I never thought I would get in a Suburban and be like, you cramped. This thing's thing small. Like, <laughs> how am, yeah. Oh, man, this thing's, uh, yeah, it, it, it's smaller. For those of you who debated between excursion and Suburban, it's small. Um, so, yeah, I drive a, 03, 1500 Suburban, it's got a 5.3, got the 4L60, it's clapped out. <laughs> it's, it's got a hodgepodge of suspension parts underneath. Well, we will say it's better looking than the Suburban that I'm, that I'm driving, or I'm gonna be driving here, so. But yours is over, a turbo. Overall, but it does have a turbo. Yours is a turbo. So, that being said. <laughs> it's an 88. We're, we're both kind of, and, and, and what's next? Neither of us really know what's next. I know that, you know, the goal for me right now is, you know, me and my wife just got rid of a $750 a month combined car payment because mm -hmm. I was able to I was able to pay her car off and my excursion with the money I sold it for. Didn't get what I wanted out of it, but I was able to accomplish that. Yeah. And that kind of goes along with you now I'm in a situation it. where, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, and, and I've heard other people say this uh, saying too, what is it, uh, don't go broke trying to live rich. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so I'm kind of taking a, a hard step to that and, you know, get a house. And then later on, it's you know, time for another truck. Yeah. And I'll be honest, Dave, a 6-7 power stroke sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. yeah. i get the job done. If I can keep the Suburban running and not blow it up, because... Because <laughs> 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 yeah. things just don't seem to last very well yeah, when, yeah. when I don't care about them. <laughs> if I can not blow it up, I mean, there's your family hauler, you know, and maybe we'll shoot it, maybe we'll blow it up, maybe we'll jump it, maybe somehow it'll end up with a solid axle underneath it. Who cares? All I know is the two very special words, paid off. Boom. Don't owe on it. No and you won't owe on the suburban either. We'll no. be, we're going to be the bourbon boys. Bourbon boys. It's not cool. Don't, don't, don't. join the gang. Um, anyhow, because neither of us have a huge family. <laughs> Once again, we got the thumbs down. Thumbs down. You know what? Yeah. Man, I'm taking it as a challenge. Starting with the worst possible platform. And we're going to see how much power we cannot make with it. Yeah. <laughs> so... And then we got a bunch of turbos laying around here. Got yeah, some, we'll just start throwing SXEs, them on and see what works. Some EFRs. 
Let's see. Uh, what is that? I'm going to start. Re yeah, I'm going to start reading some comments here. First off, if you were watching, you're commenting. I appreciate it very much. I'm going to. I don't know if I can. Re can I read them live? Oh crap! I might just enter the space-time continuum. I'm watching myself live. It might blow up. Let's see here. Marcus Cannon, Sadid, Cameron, you're sitting right here. It's kind of weird, but it's all right. <laughs> Kyle Bickley responds. VP44. Brian Melanson, yeah, boy. Brian Melanson, how's yeah. the oil fields, man? Uh, Lars Garcia says Carly. Yeah. What is what is that, Eddie Peterson? Absolutely. Eddie Peterson, 30k is probably what the cracked L5 PECU will cost. Probably, you're probably right. And the tuners. That might be, be the realest statement I've <laughs> yeah, ever heard. Seriously. Yeah, L5PU guys again. The industry's yeah, sorry. sorry. Guys. Yeah, sorry. But it's not. It's not yet. our fault. Uh, Lars Woods, thumbs up. No, no, not Lars Woods. Sorry, <laughs> Marcus Woods. <laughs> Marcus Woods, thumbs up. There you go, bud. I I don't read much. Other than that, yeah. Uh, for those of you that commented, greatly appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Has anybody got any questions that are yeah. watching this live right now? If you're now? watching live and have questions? questions, anything. Yeah, that's me commenting right there. We'll give you guys like three minutes because yeah. both of us. You know what? I'm here. My red cup's empty. Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, thumbs oh, up. Wow, yeah, it's a little delayed. We're just yeah. we just watched ourselves. Thumbs up there. <laughs> Hey, let's see. Brian Melanson doing a 30k budget build on a 12.67 Cummins. Oh, he says fourth gen 6.7. Do oh, that's what I should do. Gosh, that's it's a good like, platform but, to start with. Right, but it, okay. Turbo's I like that. cheap. Turbo's cheap. Right. I'm coming from a 14 Ram 1500. Okay, I, eco diesel, not a. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's a that'd be a good platform to start with. But I mean, I, it's kind of like sitting in the same truck that I already have. Kind of just just with, bigger with, with the, more with power the, with the with the worse interior with a, yeah. with, a with a crappier interior. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, one. okay. So no, his was he would say no. What no. would you do parts wise? Oh, parts wise for a thirty k build on a fourth gen six seven, automatic or manual? That'd be my first question because I know if it was if it's an automatic, that would I'm assuming it's an automatic because I think. Does Brian know? I think, I, think I know what Doug is talking about. Was <laughs> <laughs> that it? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, Andrew Heil, you should do an excursion build. Oh, wait. wait. Thanks, bro. Just <laughs> Was that the guy that bought it? No. Uh, okay. One of, the, one of my buddies went to college with. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to assume it's an automatic because I know Brian on a personal level. And yep, yeah, it's an automatic. 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 So it's actually already, it's got a decent amount of parts on it, it's got your basics. Suspension-wise, it's fine. Okay. I don't say that. Suspension-wise, it's fine. So um, I'm assuming if Brian's going to get it, he's got to drive back and forth North Dakota with it. If you are not, if you don't know where we are, we're up in Spokane, Washington. A lot of guys that live in Spokane also work in the oil field in North Dakota. Mm -hmm. So they're always driving back and forth. It's like a 14-hour drive? Yeah. It might be about that. I don't know. I've never done it. Um, oh, he says weekend warrior. So possibly okay. not, not what needs to get him back and forth in NODAC. Pretty much in Spokane, weekend warrior. Tracks, Maybe go play cycle, it. Yeah, go okay. Play it. Okay. Um, turbo and injectors, go. Uh, so, in, uh, turbo wise, for like a weekend warrior, um, I would probably go with like, I'll do a second gen swap. I would do um, probably like an SXE, uh, probably 60. Well, well you if, know what? If it's a weekend I, warrior, it's a weekend a warrior I'd, probably go to, I'd probably go to 69. 69. Um, I'd probably do an SXE 69. And this is this setup is very similar to what like Ash is Ash is running on his truck, which I really like his setup. Yeah. Uh, he's running ninety horse injectors. Stock. Oh, he's got still. Oh no, he was talking about doing yeah, that. Stock so I would probably do. CP3. Okay. So I would probably do a set like a sixty like sixty horse uh, injectors. I'd probably do 
um, like a 10 mil stroker pump, I would definitely do a stroker pump. Obviously a fast pump. Yeah. Um, I would do head studs. I would do like the BD intake plenum. Um, I would probably upgrade um, intercooler as well, just um, just because. Oh. Yeah. I like BD's intercoolers too, yeah. that extruded intercooler. And even there with 60 horse injectors, um, I mean, we got tuning on there obviously. You're probably gonna be sitting, I mean, We'll put it this way: Ashes truck dyno is at 620. Yeah. Stock fuel, 369, and a couple other air enhancements. Mm -hmm. He does have a, a BD intake plenum and intake manifold and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Get some extra bigger fuel in there. Yeah. That's peaks, you, know, you know, getting to the 700 mark. With I think so. Yeah. So that's like a, I'd say it's a, a 600 daily, you know, daily pound at stoplight to stoplight dyno, touching seven. Yeah. That's a great truck. Right. And of course, built transmission. So we yes, all know 68 RFEs are so awesome. Yeah. We just talked to Cooper about that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but anyhow, Trust, there's. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like money? <laughs> Do you happen it, to have a money tree in your backyard? Yeah. Backup? If you like money, don't buy a diesel. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, uh, any other questions? Because we've got to wrap this thing up. What's that? You should. Oh, that's going to scrape in there. Yeah, that's Andrew. And then Brian, Brian said, got to have more power than Ash. Ooh, that, call out. Call out right there. Coming at you, Ash. I think all you actually have to do is dino at this point. Are we just calling Ash out right now? I can't dino anything. I'll I, can't, I, I don't I, think I'll even spin the rollers on that dino. I'm pretty sure my transmission <laughs> would blow up, as is tradition. I don't know. I don't think I got anything else. Anyhow, well, everybody, thanks for watching. This is our first yeah. episode. Hopefully, hopefully, it wasn't too crappy. We're gonna try and do this every week, um, different topics every time, uh, but we are gonna try and try and keep things somewhat linear and in line. Um, we're gonna talk about other builds that Diesel Products has done mm -hmm. in the past. Um, we're probably gonna talk about Howitzer a little bit. Possibly uh, some things in the future. Things in the future. We'll probably talk about stretch. We're gonna talk about, uh, you know, if we have some new parts coming out that are. That'd be advantageous to anybody out there, or even just certain scenarios that we've come through. Me and Tyler are on the phones all day, as mm -hmm. well as you know Dustin or Dustin Ash and Sands, mm -hmm. and we get all kinds of calls. We get calls from this is my first diesel truck. I don't know what to do. All the way to I'm already making 850, whatever. I'm having this problem. Yeah. What's the next step? And you know we need to be able to kind of cater to all of those people. Yeah. And a lot of suspension stuff. We, I didn't even think about it until I think Cooper said it or something like that. We. We sell more suspension than everything else. Yeah. Nothing against making power and like that, but. I'm telling you, like I started, suspension's where it's yeah. at. It's the one thing that I always overlooked, and that's the one, and, and now, I again, I've got a totally different thought on, on modifying trucks and suspension is where, that, yeah. where it's at. Not, we, and, we probably touched on a couple of things that could be all podcasts on their own, but yeah. suspension is definitely suspension's one. You, one you, suspension could be like a freaking 15 part, because every truck's slightly different. And every our, our podcasts are gonna be awesome. We got some cool <sighs> stuff we're gonna talk. I'm gonna subscribe to my own podcast. Yeah, <laughs> might have might have some guests coming on. I don't know. This is one of those things where we we've always wanted to do it. We've been talking about doing. It. So this is the first one. We finally just pulled the trigger. If you liked it, give it a thumbs up, comment. Um, I have no idea how you're supposed to subscribe because it's the first can, one. If there's a subscribe button, hit it. <laughs> hit it. Yes. Give it a thumbs up. Share it. Um, yeah. Otherwise, Again, hit us up for, for topics. If you guys want us to talk about a certain topic, we. I mean, we're open. Yeah, you know we're what? New. For now, I'll go ahead and I'll throw my email address in there. For some reason, if you want to talk more about it or you have a question or suggestion for topics or maybe even a series, uh, my email address is fairly easy to remember. It's just my first name, which is Ben, I'm short for Benjamin, and it'll be at dieselpowerproducts.com. So ben at dieselpowerproducts.com. 
Um, I'm also the guy that usually answers your Facebook chats. If you're chatting in there, that's usually me. I'd say about 90% of the time. Um, and you can always hit up Tyler, Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. He's been in, the game, been in the game way longer than I have, and I've, I've probably learned most of my stuff from that guy anyways. So that being said, uh, thanks for watching. Um, be sure to come back soon, and yeah, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye.